Hey everyone, my name is Adam and welcome to the Ridge Weekly Podcast. At the end of today's episode, please take a minute and download our free Chestnut Ridge app. It has all our recent message content and more. You can also head to theridge.church to get information on service times and get info on everything going on here at the Ridge. We hope this podcast will encourage and inspire you as you continue to grow in your relationship with God and others. Well, good morning again. My name's Josh Rhodes, one of the pastors here at the Ridge. And as it's already been said, to those of you in the room, watching online, gathered with neighbors in a home, or listening to the podcast at a later time, we're so glad that you're here today. A few years ago, I found myself in a thrift store, and there was a huge selection of VHS tapes, like wall to wall. And if you're a good bit younger than me, you probably don't know what I'm talking about. So I brought a couple along. Uh, Home Alone, of course, that goes without saying. There's the slip kind of case option, right, which was uh, one way to keep your VHS tape safe. And then Disney kind of perfected what would be called the clamshell version, all right? And you can tell I know a lot about VHS tapes, but these were hugely popular in the 80s and 90s until DVDs came along. And I'm standing there in this thrift store, wall to wall, and I was instantly taken back to being, you know, a 12-year-old kid in one of our video stores where we grew up, Steel City Video or Sun Video, and I remember when we got a Blockbuster finally, and I think this meme captures it so well. Take a look at this. It says, my kids will never know that awful feeling of realizing there's no VHS tape behind the box at the video store. You guys remember that? You're so excited and there's nothing there to rent. So I couldn't contain myself. I saw so many titles that I grew up with and they were having a sale that day. Instead of them being a dollar, they were 10 cents. So I grabbed a basket and immediately began to load it up. Home Alone 1 and 2, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I think I got E.T., Indiana Jones. They had the box set of Rocky 1 through 5. I feel like 4 was the best. You can argue argue with me on that. Couldn't contain myself. Ended up getting 30 tapes for $3. Had two bagfuls of VHS tapes. I walk into the door, and I could not have been more utterly disappointed with my family's reaction. My kids began to rifle through, and I think one of them said, what is this big thing, Dad? And I realized I'm not raising my children well at all. And my wife, in a very sweet tone, she said, that's really great, but what are you going to watch these on? Valid question, because we didn't own a VCR at the time. Now, I I really do enjoy VHS. I'm not exaggerating. I think it's the greatest way to watch a film. I love the crackling on the screen. I like being kind to rewind. I mean, I just love it. But I recognize that times have changed, and we don't watch movies on VHS anymore. So we're wrapping up this series today called Relevant. We're in this last week, and we've been asking the same question every week. Is the church still relevant? Or maybe another way to ask it is, what would it look like for the church to be relevant today? Because I think an increasingly number of people are leaving the church or they're not giving church a shot because they view the church like they view a VHS tape or a rental store. 
It mattered back then. It was important in the 80s or the 90s or whenever, but time has moved on and now it's irrelevant. Well, we feel differently. We feel like the church is relevant as ever and more needed than ever. And I have so enjoyed this series. I think Pastor Tim has hit four home runs in a row And what we've been talking about in this series is is we talked about this relevant impact that we can have as a church, that we take seriously our call to be salt and light in this world, and that our impact won't come from how fervently we argue or how frequently we post, but by living righteous lives that please God, by practicing what we preach I love the week that we talked about our purpose as a church, to love God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love our neighbors as ourselves. That week got me fired up, because Pastor Tim reminded us of, of all of the ways we're coming together as a family, to tackle big things like food insecurity, which is a big problem, and to come together to go after this foster care crisis that's growing. And individually, I know I'm inspired each and every week after the service to go and love my neighbors and to serve. I was talking to my friend Regina, I think two weeks ago from our church, and she said, Josh, I love where I live. And I said, Regina, why why do you love where you live? Because she said, there are so many single parents in my neighborhood who I get to babysit their kids and help. That's a relevant purpose. And we are, as a church, have a purpose that's bigger than our own individual lives. We've talked about relevant relationships. Our world is so lonely. Our world is so isolated. We don't know who we can trust, who we can rely on. The church can give us those relationships. And I know I have some of my best friends in the world are a part of this church. And I know that's true for many of you as well. We recognize that God is our Father and that we can have brothers and sisters in Christ maybe becoming the family that you never had. And then the first week of this series, Pastor Tim reminded us that we have a relevant message. We have good news in a world that's full of bad news. And we believe that this gospel message of Jesus Christ can truly change the world one life at a time. So today, we want to talk about how, as a church, we're sharing this relevant message in relevant ways. And as Pastor Tim said, this has been our heart from the very beginning, that our message will stay the same. It's not going to change. Our commitment to the Bible and what God has to say about life won't change. But the way that we do church, the way that we reach people, will always change And I just want to say, I believe that this approach and this way of thinking is completely biblically faithful. I was reading the Great Commission this week, and it's in Matthew 28, and you're familiar with it. It was after Jesus had been crucified, raised to life after three days. He had spent 40 days with his followers, and before he would ascend to heaven, he gave them his Great Commission. He said, go, go and make disciples and baptize them and teach them, and I'm gonna be with you while you do it. And it dawned on me, Jesus was very clear about what they were called to do, but he wasn't very specific with how they would do it. And that's because Jesus knew as they took this life-saving message to new countries and cultures, and as it would be shared throughout multiple generations, that it would need to change 
that it would need to be flexible, that there would need to be innovation in order to reach people where they are. One of my favorite examples of this comes from the Apostle Paul, 1 Corinthians chapter 9. He had traveled all throughout the Roman Empire sharing the message, reaching people, starting churches. And the passage that we're going to read in just a moment, you're going to hear how he was willing to do whatever it takes to reach people right where they are. So this comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 9, and you're going to hear the word law come up over and over again. And what he's referring to is the law of Moses, or the Torah, the first five books of the Bible that, that Jewish people were under and kept very seriously. And, but he was also reaching Gentiles who, who didn't have the law. They didn't consider themselves to be under this law. So hear what he says about keeping the message the same but reaching people in new and creative ways. It says this, although I am a free man and not anyone's slave, I have made myself a slave to everyone in order to win more people. To the Jews, I became like a Jew to win Jews. To those under the law, like one under the law, though I myself am not under the law, to win those under the law. To those who are without that law, like one without the law. Not, because, not becoming without God's law, but within Christ's law to win those without the law. And catch this, to the weak I became weak in order to win the weak. And I have become all things to all people so that I may by every possible means save some. Now I do all this because of the gospel so I may become a partner in its benefits. This was his strategy to take the message, the gospel, and wherever he would take it, whether it was to a Jewish person or a Gentile who was not Jewish, whether they were young or old, whatever their cultural customs, he was able to adapt that message in a way that they would receive it. And I love the line in, in verse 22 that says, by every possible means. And we saw Paul do this as, as you read Throughout Acts and the letters, you see that Paul used preaching, and you see Paul spending time with people in their homes. He worked hard to create cultural connections with where people were. He wrote letters, which at the time would have been modern technology. He traveled by foot and by ship to spread the message, and he used many other means. And I, I believe if Paul was with us today, and if he was trying to help us how to reach people, I think he would say, you know, first of all, my sermons are going to be streamed online. <laughs> you know, when Paul preached, let's get those messages online. And I think for Paul, his letters would probably be replaced by blogging and social media, Facebook, Instagram, not sure about TikTok. You know, he was a little bit older. Maybe it would be like Preacher Paul, or I don't know what his, his handle would be. But he would leverage social media to get the message out. Um, I think he would still spend time with people in their homes and on Zoom calls because that's where we are. I think he would use cars and planes to get around. And I do believe that Paul would be paying very close attention to how our modern life works right now. Things were already changing before the pandemic, but it has sped up and I think it's here to stay. Our lives as we know it float seamlessly between digital and physical experiences. Think about work. So many of you go to work in a building, but you also work online and bounce back in between. 
Think about school. We've seen this already that students can, can learn in person. They can learn remotely. We see it with retail and dining that you can go into a store or restaurant or you can order online, curbside, all of these things. And I think sports as well. You can be a fan by going to a stadium. You can be a fan by watching at home. You can go to somewhere like Kegler's to watch the game or listen to Tony Caridi on the radio, right? I think Paul would be paying very close attention to how all of us, myself, all of you, move seamlessly between all of these options for life. I think Paul would be saying, we've got to pay attention to that. We've got to make sure that people have a lot of great options to hear the gospel message. So when I look at this passage and I, and I study what Paul did and, and many other faithful Christians over the, the last 2,000 years, I think it's fair to say that their message stayed the same. But the methods changed, and this is our commitment, and this is our goal, and our heart's desire as a church, that our message will not change, the gospel doesn't change, the truth of God's word doesn't change, but our methods will. So over the last few years, we've sort of all experienced this together as a church, and I just want to talk for a few minutes about what that looks like today, and then we've got a really great video for you to hear. So right now, for, for folks to kind of hear the message, if they're able, they can attend the Ridge in person. And so many of you are, are in person right now, and you know there's just something special about coming together with a lot of people to worship and to know you're not alone. I mean, it's, it's incredible. And we love being able to offer exciting classes for kids and students and groups in the building throughout the week. And God has used these in-person experiences in great ways over the years. We can also attend the Ridge Online, which as Pastor Tim mentioned, we had before, but we have seen so much growth online. It's amazing to me, you know, all of the cameras and you'll see Austin or Brandy or, or others float around that to capture what God is doing in this place and then sharing it with thousands and thousands of people who watch every week live in this moment or on demand next week or even next month. We've seen so much growth with the videos for kids and resources for parents to lead their children at home and webinars and podcasts and devotionals. It's amazing that people can be a part of the Ridge at any time and anywhere. And then we also have, have the ability to gather in a home for Ridge at Home. And this has been one of the newest ways for us to do church, but it is so cool to see your initiative to say, hey, why don't I have some friends or family or neighbors over to the house and, and watch the service together and discuss it, pray for one another, build relationships. I was talking to someone recently about sort of where we are right now, and he said, when I think about it, it's, it's really like the Ridge Anywhere. And I said, that's a great description. We might use that to talk about how we're doing church these days. This summer, I was thinking how one week we were here as a family in person, and it was great. The next week, we were on vacation and brought our iPad along to be able to watch online. And the week after that, we had some neighbors over to the house for the, the Ridge at Home. And you've all experienced this, how we can sort of seamlessly move between these ways to worship and how God is using it to impact 
our lives. You know, Jesus promised to build his church, and when he said that he wasn't talking about four walls with a roof, he was talking about people. So whether you are coming in person, watching online, gathering in a home with others, or a seamless combination of all of those, we believe that it is God-honoring, and it is effective, and wherever we are, God's Spirit is with us. So I'm excited for where we are, and I'm not just excited because we're talking about these things, I'm excited because it is impacting lives. So we sat down with some families over the last few weeks and just asked them to share about their experience and, and how we've been trying to do church and the impact that it's having on them. So we're going to show you a video, but hang tight because we've got a few extra special moments later in the service that you won't want to miss. Check this out. I'm David Tager, and this is my wife, Sarah Tager. Uh, we also have four kids, Hannah, Adeline, Ryan, and Michaela. We had heard about the Ridge um, just from living in town, but I really became a, more aware and connected with the Ridge uh, initially through the Revelation study that Pastor Tim did. Um, I had heard about it and was interested, and so just when I had time, would pull up a podcast and do stuff in the house or do something else and listen to the podcast. So as we were talking and um, looking for a church, the Ridge definitely was on our heart to check out. Well, uh, during the pandemic, we, we hunkered down like a lot of families did. Um, I still continue to work in person. Um, the kids were doing virtual school, and uh, that, was, that had its own challenges uh, during the day. It felt really uh, great to be back in person, um, to, to fellowship with people in the church, to attend live worship, to hear sermons um, uh, sitting uh, in the congregation. And, um, and then it also opened up opportunities, maybe some more opportunities to serve, and that helped us just get connected better uh, with people in the church. And, that that was really special for our family. Currently I'm serving just checking people in for children's ministry so that's been fun because I get to meet all the different people coming in the kids and the parents um, as they come in and start heading off to their various locations where they need to be. I think it's so wonderful to be able to reconnect and that this is a season where we maybe need to be more purposeful about reconnecting with the church body and with each other and and, and however that looks for people that that's an important thing to do. Hello, my name is uh, Jack Brink, and this is uh, my wife, Rebecca Brink. And we have two daughters, Elizabeth, who is 16, and we have Paige, who is 13. We just started going to the Ridge just shortly before, unfortunately, the uh, pandemic uh, forced the, the doors to close. Uh, and I think it was excellent foreshadowing on the Ridge to have some sort of connection online. And through the app and through the website, um, obviously, we quickly um, realized, hey, we can, have, we can have church at home, online, through this app. And, you know, that gave us the ability to, you know, turn up the music real high, wake the kids up, and, and bring church into our home. So having the Ridge online for our family has had a variety of impacts. Um, as we mentioned, we have two teenage daughters, and as anybody out there who's ever had a teen knows, sometimes getting a teen to go to church can be challenging. Uh, sometimes convincing them that this is the best thing for them can be a struggle. And our girls have always attended private school, so they have a tendency to think, well, I already went to church during the week. Why do I need to go again on Sunday? So the fact that we could 
have church in our house. As Jack mentioned, we could turn up the music really loud. It immediately changed the environment of our home itself and allowed us not only to experience church on Sundays, but then it, it connected you throughout the week because it was as if you could hear the music playing in the background and you remembered those conversations that were happening on Sunday and they could naturally become part of your conversation every other day of the week. But um, so it allowed us to do that and it allowed us to make an easy transition during a time that historically on some Sundays we might be too tired or we may find that we've just had such a busy week. The impact for us is that it allowed us to have church be consistent for us. And it was something that when when you make it a consistent priority, what you what you take away from it and what you um, what you learn, it compounds each other and week after week you're growing within the message and you're growing with the church and you're growing as a family. So um, the impact of having church at home has brought us a lot of um, new perspective and opportunity for us as individuals and as a family. So I'm Rachel and this is my husband, Chris. We've been married for almost eight years and we have one son, Hudson, who is five years old. So when the pandemic hit, um, we were scared like most people were, I'm sure, um, you know, the fear of the unknown and what was going to happen, um, but also a little bit excited and happy to have that time to spend at home with our family, more time with our son. We both worked full time, so we didn't get that, that much time to spend with him. So it, there was also a little bit of excitement. We had just moved into our new house. We were in the midst of unloading some boxes probably and one of our new neighbors uh, came by on his bicycle, introduced himself and he just said, hey, if you guys don't have a church, if you're comfortable with it, we, we have some neighbors that come into our house every Sunday and we do the rich from home. So being the new people on the street, we took him up on the offer and that's how our journey with the church and home began. So the Rigid Home Gatherings have been tremendously impactful for our family. Um, you know, it allowed us to grow our faith. Um, it allowed us to get that smaller personal um, setting that we were kind of looking for before the pandemic um, to just worship together and get to know people. Um, it hugely, affected how often we were attending church and how much we were, you know, allowing our child to experience mm -hmm. that. Um, and it just kind of started our, our journey to, you know, becoming more faithful and, and more regularly attending church. Um, it also allowed us just to develop a relationship with the people in the larger church as well. So that, you know, as time has went on, we've become much more involved in the, the church setting. So Rigid Home has been amazing for Hudson as well. Um, he's kind of a shy kid by nature. And so especially in person is a little bit overwhelming to him. Um, so Rigid at Home has been super beneficial because the kids gather downstairs while the we alternate the adults um, going down with the kids. And so we get to kind of stay up a lot and, and listen to um, the sermons and, and the lesson while the kids go downstairs to have their lesson. Um, and it's been really helpful for him because he's with his smaller group of friends that he's familiar with. Um, that he already feels comfortable with and, and still is able to, to 
grow in his faith as well by having, you know, his, his own, his lesson geared more towards him. So I think one thing that I appreciate about this time period is just that we have had different options of being virtual or being in person. And I've felt for our family and probably for a lot of other people, the past you know year or two has been really challenging and maybe has been isolating. And so just to have the opportunity to reach out, to reconnect with the church body, um, to get to know some new people or reconnect with people that we haven't been connected with has been a real blessing. And so I think this is just a period of time where we can utilize these different options to get to, to get reconnected. We watch the ridge on the road. Um, we watch it in the hotel. We watch the ridge everywhere. And what that will allow us to do is still have that connection in the week spiritually to whether we went or watched online, um, we're able to connect sometime in the week to, to receive the message and reflect on the message, whether we were at the church or online or, or, or had it with, uh, you know, experienced it with the family at the Ridge at Home. So we, we love that hybrid uh, ability. So we have experienced all of the options the Ridge is offering right now. We have definitely done some of the online um, when Maybe we've been feeling a little under the weather or we've had other obligations and we were able to just watch the online by ourselves individually in our homes. Um, and then over the summer, we started attending in person again. And our Bridget Home family it kind of came together as a group to decide to alternate. So we do Bridget Home one weekend and then in person one weekend. Um, and it's just been so impactful for our family. It's been so nice to walk into the big church and be in person and have that experience again, but also have our small rigid home family there with us so that we still feel that smaller group setting in the larger building. Um, so it's been really nice to just kind of transition back in to all of those options while still having our, our wonderful close-knit group that we feel very connected to now. I love hearing those stories because it just shows how even though things look different, that the message is still going out and that the vision is still being accomplished. You know, what I heard over and over again in their stories was how, how they're growing, which is our vision as a church to lead people into that growing relationship with God and others. So to the Tagers and to the Brinks and the Waz. Can, can we actually just thank them for sharing their stories? They did an awesome job. And if you've ever been on video, it is not easy. So I thought they just did a tremendous job. And, and more so how that represents really all of our story of how God is using these new things to help all of us grow. So in a moment, we wanna take a chance to respond uh, to God in worship to the message and these stories and how God is at work. And there, there's a few things you're gonna hear in this song that I wanna point out. The first is there's this line that says, it's time for the old winds to change. And really that's what we're talking about. We're recognizing that God is doing a new thing. And it's exciting and we don't wanna miss it. And we know it's not gonna stop now. There will be new winds to come. There will be more change to adapt to. But as a church, we wanna remain committed to keep changing as God leads us. And then the other thing that you're gonna hear us sing in this song is let 
the light in, which is why we're doing all of this to begin with, to help people experience the light of Christ. So if you're with us today and you haven't yet had the light of Christ come into your life, I wanna encourage you to let today be your day, to acknowledge your need for a savior, to place your hope and faith and trust in Jesus Christ who died in your place for your sins. Let that light in. So how can we respond to this message today? I wanna get real practical and, and invite you to come and experience the ridge in person. What God does when we're able to come together is so exciting. And I'm sure there's a number of you online and you've not been able to come. If you're able, we would love to welcome you in. You will be so glad you came. You come as you are. If you wanna dress up a little bit, if you wanna wear a t-shirt and jeans, I promise you will, you will feel loved when you walk through our doors. And I wanna encourage all of us to be inviting to these in-person experiences. Let folks know there's a church in Morgantown where you can come and you will feel the love of God in that place. Also wanna encourage you with the Ridge Online that you never, ever, ever have to miss a week. I know that that's probably one of my favorite parts is whatever's going on on a Sunday, you can watch online on Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, whenever and wherever you can catch that message. And for us to be sharing these messages, whether it's on social media, texting that link to a message that impacted your heart to a friend, it has never been more easy to share the good news of Jesus with all of these online platforms. And then finally, for at home, again, it's just been so great to see how God is using you to reach into your neighborhoods with this message. So we've actually put together what we're calling our Rigid Home Invite Kit. You can see the picture on the screen. It's gonna have a welcome guide with some tips. We have some invitations that you can personalize with your number, your address, when you're gonna be meeting. And there's gonna be a gift card as well, and you can't just go buy whatever you want. All right, that's the deal. You could buy donuts or coffee or even a candle to make your house smell good. We have a hundred of these, and we're ready to mail it to you right now. So go to the ridge.church slash at home or use that QR code and let us send you one of these invite kits so you can have church in your house. So again, today, what we've been talking about and what we're so excited about is how our message will not change. We have the good news. In a world full of bad news, we have the good news, and that's not going to change. But the way that we share it will. So I don't know what that's going to mean in six months or a year or five years from now, but I am so excited to know that God is with us, He is for us, and that this is His church. So I want to close with some verses that I've been hanging on to the last few years, because here's the thing. All of this creativity, all of this innovation, all of these blessings is not because of any of us. It's because of God who loves us. So check this out, Ephesians chapter three, it says this, now to him who is able to do above and beyond, I love that, above and beyond, all that we ask or think according to the power that works within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations, forever and ever, amen. Let's pray. God, thank you that you have been so kind to us as a church. We recognize that this, these have been hard times. 
And we know, God, that there's many churches who are struggling or, or who have even closed, and we pray for them. But God, we thank you for all that you are doing here at Chestnut Ridge Church. We thank you for a, a history and a heritage of being willing to let go of things that we love or ways that we did things so that we can continue to get this message out. And God, we believe this scripture that you have infinitely more in store for us as a church and we cannot wait to see it unfold. We love you because you first loved us. We thank you that you've brought us into this church. May, may we be faithful to share it with as many people as possible so that they can experience the hope and the joy and the peace that we have found. We pray these things in Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to the Ridge Weekly Podcast. If you'd like to hear more messages now, you can check out our past series at theridge.church slash messages or download the free Ridge app. Thanks again for listening and we will see you next time.